0: Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? I've got back my friend's I've Welcome
1: back to the Matt Brain Podcast.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Brain Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome
1: back. (laughs) How cool is this? Dude, it's so cool.
0: I'm really stoked to be here with you. Uh, My name's Dallas Bronson. I'm joined by one of my favorite people in the world, jiu-jitsu instructor
1: Jason Elliott. Yeah, buddy. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. What's up? Hello. What's up?
0: All jiu-jitsu MMA fans and practitioners and curiosity-driven downloaders, thank you for listening. This is a... This is probably like our third or fourth one we've done?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be our third. Third? Okay. Third. I, thought, our... I thought we did a third one. I think we did two. Did two? Maybe we did three. I don't there know. It was a lot looking... of fun. Yeah, they were fun. They and were I fun. love
0: this. This is like a great space to do a podcast. This is perfect. Space. I wish I we're... had this space now, now considering
1: well, my situation. If you ever need it, it's yours. Yeah, I appreciate yours. it. Yours, yeah. Just let me know, and we'll clear it. That's amazing. Uh, but I think we have three. I think this would be the third one. I was looking on my way home from Pastor Robles the other day, and I uh, was just trying to refresh my memory. <laughs> Pastor Robles, <laughs> and um, I could only find the two. I found them both on YouTube, and then I found, on then I found on okay, the one so on Amazon. I, yeah, it must have
0: just been the two then. Can we turn yeah. that down a
1: little? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Let's do that. It's just more distracting than than it is.
0: Yeah. Oh, I gotta go remote? get the remote. All right, I'll sit here and entertain. People, okay. So, don't even worry about it. Is this Suicidal Tendencies? I think it is. I don't know. There's someone listening right now. Like, you don't know punk, idiot. Um, yes, you can't bring me down. What is Is this not Suicidal Tendencies? Can you guys hear this? Bring me down. Yeah, it's, it's Suicidal Tendencies. Or I get my punk credibility uh, revoked here. Um, yeah, so we're, you know, we're jiu-jitsu practitioners jiu I don't know what the actual term is because I'm just a measly blue belt but um, there you go there's cool. a volume remote you figured it out?
1: yeah I walk out there and I was like where are there-
0: Hold on. It's it's oh it's on the side of the remote there huh? yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I walked out and I was like my Roku's like, not so advanced
1: asking my wife where the remote was for the TV she's like it's in there I was like no it's not it's the Roku remote she yells at me that the volume controls on the side of the remote idiot right <laughs> map brain oh yeah so um what's map brain so map brain uh, i think what we talked about last time is map brain is just a state of mind you know and um, when you work out really hard you exhaust yourself uh, your brain's a little confused afterwards you know it's kind of hard to pull full sentences together yeah and uh, you are just genuinely a lot a lot happier i think that you've kind of exhausted yourself to a point where you feel like you've accomplished something. And, uh, it's that like state of mind is like a high and that high just makes you feel good. And okay. so when you're surrounded by the people that you're basically trying to murder on the mat, you know, conversations take place and, mm-hmm. uh, you learn a lot more about your friends and your training partners and that kind of brings people together. And so Matt brain was just that we, we talked about, you know, that all that you kind of see or discuss how Matt brain came about, but You know, we were like, let's talk about this on a podcast. Let's just do it every time we can. And
0: it's super, uh, gosh, like just intuitive, you know, um, it, it started after jujitsu. When I first began training years ago, I would like put my shoe on the wrong foot or I'd like forget my sock or like, I'd be like, where the heck are my car keys? And I'd be like, dang, I'm not even ready to leave yet. Like I got to sit here for another minute, like, I gotta compose myself. I just, my eyes are all bloodshot. My ears are ringing. My head's, you know, hurt. My, I have a pump going on. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, I gotta maybe uh, take it, you know? And it's something you don't even think about. And then you're like driving home. You're like, why
1: the fuck did I say that? Mm-hmm. What was I doing yeah. when I was yeah.
0: driving away?
1: <laughs> Dang, now wow. I gotta go back to the school and look that guy in the eyes.
0: I was like, oh yeah, or like, you, or you forget something that you have no business forgetting that you should know something you're like trivially intimate with, you know? Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, oh, what's that frickin' singer's name? Or dudes? Name? Oh yeah, the fight. Oh, who fought? Oh, it was what's her name? And you're like, oh, it's, ah, it's right there. Who's ear exploded? Who's cauliflower ear exploded? I can't. I can't remember. Ah, oh, you're driving home. You're like, ah, oh, it was Jessica. I damn it. Yeah. Of
1: course. You know? Yeah. So. I think the other side to the, to the whole Matt brain thing and the Matt brain experience if you want to call it that you know outside of the podcast is that that's where most of the philosophy in life is learned when you're a jiu Jitsu athlete you know a lot of times uh, schools and professors will um, give a message at the end of a class you know and one of the messages yeah. that I've relayed is that something I picked up and it wasn't something I came up with but it made a lot of sense when I heard it is that you'll learn more philosophy on these blue mats than you'll learn at any Ivy League college. Mm-hmm. And that makes so much sense. And so when you look at, like... Like the, real,
0: applicable, day-to-day... Yeah. You know, obviously, yeah. like, there's no Voltaire on the wall or something. But it's it's a... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's
1: exactly that. You know, it's, um, you have a business professional, you have a doctor, you have a lawyer, you have, you know, a college graduate, you have a young professional Mm -hmm. who's, you know, just walking into an Ivy League school or, you know, just graduated high school, and all these different people come together and, (laughs) um, join themselves on the mat you know and they're training together and so uh, even police officers step on the mat with us and so when you can take these individuals and put them in the same room on the same mat and they're working together to better themselves through each other's attributes and strength you know at the end of that class or a role session, everybody's in that state of mind of just exhaustion, you know, and you feel good. So conversations take place. And when you have a police officer talking to somebody who's recovering from life, or when you have an attorney talking to somebody who's about to walk into law school, you know, and give his experience, all these different conversations that take place um, are all philosophical conversations in some fashion yeah it
0: becomes an ecosystem of life because you're interacting with people from all these different walks and uh sometimes you're down to your core of your most basic understanding and uh expression of things at at the end of that workout it becomes the great equalizer that cop is no longer a cop who's this pillar of society he's a sweaty mess just like i
1: am yep he's a human just like us yeah he's a human just like us Um, Which, by the way, we are in full, full, full uh, support of our law enforcement. 1,000%. We stand behind our guys in blue every day of the week. No questions asked. We love our police officers. We love our law enforcement. We love how they protect and serve our community. I stand behind them every day.
0: Amen. Yes, sir. I sounded like I should have said Amen at the yeah. end of that prayer. It was really
1: good. <laughs> amen. Yeah, no, we really do. We have really, we have a lot it, of uh we have a lot of amazing uh, officers um surrounding us, you know, and participating in our in our classes, in our program, and in mm-hmm. our community itself, you know. And
0: Doing this, you know, opened my mind up to like, oh, like cops are people. They're not just fuck you, pig. It's yeah. not fuck the police, everything you know, and it uh I think that's one of the really cool things about the connections you can make is like it makes you take a good hard look at a society, your role in it and other people's roles and what to, uh, you know, just how to interact with it. Yeah. How, how to.
1: Yeah. People don't have enough information themselves to make these kind of decisions and, and you know, split second um, opinions on people. And it's kind of a shitty thing when you think about the reality of that is that the media puts all these messages out there for everybody and people's attention span is so short right yeah. and so you give somebody a message and the chances of them going and researching that message for themselves is very slim to none so they're going to take it's that true. off of i do it all value, the time ta- right? i
0: do it all the time where i just like snap judgment read a headline some clickbait and go Exactly. I guess that's what I believe now.
1: Yeah. And so that, that's that been pretty damaging to our law enforcement and to our officers. Um, you what, know, and I think that people what? need to really understand the full story. And so I say this, there's an incident that took place a little while ago with Orlando Sanchez um, and Sean Strickland. Oh, yeah. Know, did you see that video? Where
0: um, I, I didn't really see the video. I saw it and I was just like, oh, OK, not, no big deal because Sean Strickland's going to go fight for real in yeah. a cage anyways. I'm right. not bothered by it.
1: I don't really know the story. So so it's a one minute and 45 second um, video clip, right? That was posted out there in social media. Mm. And so what that one minute and 45 second video clip doesn't show is what took place before and what took place after. So it's completely out of context when you watch the one minute and 45 second video. And all you see is, um, you see Orlando uh, or Sean Strickland going for an underhook, a shallow underhook and Orlando kind of pops it you know he just swings his arm through and knocks it inside you know and that hyper extends the elbow a little bit you know and yeah. Sean was wasn't ready for it wasn't expecting it and I don't think it was done aggressively to be like I'm gonna snap your arm it was just kind of like a hey you go with the shallow underhook I'm gonna show you that you're shallow gonna
0: you know and make you realize sometime.
1: it yeah I'll definitely break it down for you <laughs> um and Sean or uh, yeah, Sean Strickland um kind of got sensitive to that and thought it was a personal thing or just a little aggressive and thought it was a dick move and in the moment you know being a fighter he turned around and did a spinning back fist and tried to kick him in the face and then tried to follow up with a push kick Is did a spinning back fist yeah yeah Orlando was ready for it I mean he brought his hand up and deflected it so it didn't connect yeah. it looks like it connected but it didn't yeah. You know, and I then he just sto-
0: smacked him I really don't didn't know what was going on in
1: that video and maybe he was like a spinning back slap I don't know it, yeah. it looked like a spinning back fist but again okay. it's a video on, you're watching on a like, little Three and a half inch screen on your phone. Yeah. So it's completely out of context, and everyone's kind of like, "Oh, it was a dick move. It was this. It was that." Well, what's the what's the what's what led up to that before that video? You know, and so like that's um, in a nutshell. A lot of what's happening is that people are taking the headline and they're making a split second decision, and they're basing it off of that headline, and so. When you break it down and you put that officer or that person, let's take the officers out of the out of the picture here and let's just take two people and put them on the mat together. You know, if you hear the, uh, a headline about this individual and you make the judgment on that individual before you have the chance to step on a mat with him and meet him as a person, you've set the table for him. Right? And so we need to stop making these split second decisions and stop reading the headlines and actually get to the facts. You know, I think that uh, with people, we shouldn't take that 1 minute 45 second video and you know, start throwing our hands up. We need to just really understand that we don't understand everything about that situation. Yeah. Speaking of Sean
0: Strickland, he broke, uh, I think a record for most strikes in a middleweight fight against Uriah Hall last Saturday. Uh-huh. I was rooting for Uriah Hall, big Uriah Hall fan. I love that guy. Yeah. Um, just, you know, he's just been around the block and ever since I've been an MMA fan, he's been fighting. So it, it, I love a good familiar face, but also there's a lot of humility in, uh, someone like Sean Strickland who like works construction or some shit, like mm-hmm. just, Kicking ass and really fighting just totally turned his career around. He's on like a multiple fight win streak right now, and I gotta say, dude, like I'm kind of a fan now. Dude's a, yeah dude's really getting
1: me stoked. <laughs> That's cool. That's good for him. You know, I, I didn't even really know the name. I, I I stopped watching UFC a long time ago. You know, and every so often I'll pop in and watch a fight or something like that if a buddy mm-hmm. of mine's streaming mm-hmm. it at the house. But I don't really you know pay for it. and I don't even have cable at the house, so I don't have like ESPN One Plus i stream the
0: shit out of that i steal every fight guys um at least the pay-per-views so if you you need a link hit me up for Uh, sure man
1: you got it i'm gonna (laughs) gonna text you from now on um but i saw the headlines (laughs) for it you know again here we go the headlines i saw the headlines uriah hall and sean strickland you know uriah hall is was uh not the underdog in that fight great
0: fight it was all it went five rounds and at one point, it looks like Sean Strickland knocks Uriah Hall out on his feet, takes him down, and then it looks like it wakes him up. As and this is like the second or third round. They still go another like ten minutes after that. It's, it was great. I I was tripping out because like yeah, I don't know. It was it was one of the it was one of the better fights I've seen in a while. And I lo- I, I have a affinity for middleweight fights, the 185 pound division, because. Uh-huh. I was like, when I didn't know shit about MMA, I was like, Oh, when I first started watching, I was like, I'm 185 pounds. That's, that's my weight class. Yeah. And then I had a favorite fighter and it was Michael Bisping. And then he, I watched him. Uh, I remember I went to Floriano's in Lompoc. and got a beer and some like chips and salsa. Cause it's all I could afford. I was like working part time at Walgreens and you know, didn't have a car. So I uh-huh. like, walked there and I watched Fucking Michael Bisping knock out Luke Rockhold for the middleweight title, and it was just like, do, like no no one I like does things well in life. I never see you know just just the stoke I had for him, and he was the underdog. Michael and Bisping,
1: just, you're talking about? Right? Yes, okay, Michael okay.
0: Bisping, of course. And oh, that's why I kind of look like him now. Um, totally, <laughs> I see it. My uh, my sister's boyfriend always calls me Michael Bisping when I'm around, since oh. I look like him. I'm like. Ah. I got a lazy eye. He has a fake eye. It's different. Yeah.
1: Have you seen the video of him taking it out? Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. It's so I, I used to listen to that podcast. It was the Believe You Me podcast with him and Luis J Gomez. Okay. I love shouting things out. So yeah. just bear with me. Cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it gives me knowledge.
1: <laughs> gives me good knowledge.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's a good MMA comedy duo.
1: Right on. Yeah, uh, Michael Bisping. I remember watching him in the Ultimate Fighter. And tough, yeah. you know. I can't remember what season he was in, but it was one of the earlier seasons for sure. Yeah. You know, he was definitely a force a to be reckoned with over there. Um, you know, and he had his time in the FC and kind of bounced in and bounced out. I think his name got you know kind of jumped up in the rankings and then went down the rankings pretty he low took and then jumped the back long up. Long you know?
0: road to that title for yeah. sure,
1: but he did it, and that's a huge accomplishment. You know, I think that that's a that's a testament to never giving up. You know, and regardless of how low you go on that totem pole you're always grinding your way back to the top you know Um, good for Michael Bisping good for him
0: I love that guy and now him and Luke Rockhold are like pals now They dropped that you You know know, animosity
1: there's something to be said about that man most of my best friends I had a beef with it first and the beef wasn't even like this guy did something yeah. wrong with me. This is like I looked at this person and was like I don't like that guy.
0: Something about him.
1: Something about him. Me I just want to punch him in the face. Oh, like, some people have punchable right? faces. No, I'm kidding. I don't want everyone. That to punch happened him with in
0: the me. Face, he, same thing. Jason. Had,
1: Jason was like I don't know about this fat head. Fuck. He's telling the truth, guys. <laughs> I didn't know about Dallas at first. I looked at him and there was something about him. I was like I don't know about this guy. But I had already learned. Um, long ago that typically when I don't like somebody at the first meeting they typically become my best friend or a very close friend and I think it's just something about that person that you see uh, it like challenges your perspective absolutely or you see something about yourself maybe right yeah Yeah. whoever you're like this guy's hideous just
0: like me I love him or I hate him yeah
1: absolutely absolutely no but really I think (laughs) that's the you know two guys can not get along And then all of a sudden become best friends. And I think that when you start the conversation, you take it out of the headline and you meet the person. You're like, Hey, you're actually pretty cool.
0: And also it's hard when someone else is swinging dick, you're like, all right, I got to put my ego aside. There's a, another person around that is, uh, intellectually or physically, uh, you know, capable can handle themselves almost you know it uh makes me a little insecure when i'm like okay this person you know is better than me at something they know more than me at something not that that was me when i met you or anything but it so it's like okay like it's a little little you know discomfort it brings you out of your comfort zone when you meet uh someone that's uh what's the word i'm looking for you know like take over you're really good at talking what are you doing uh-huh. <laughs> jump right um, back in damn it <laughs> i lost my lost my verbiage there
1: so maybe maybe michael bisbing was a little bit upset that uh luke rock had a better uh apps than he did
0: oh and he choked him you know? out he, a couple years ago
1: and he choked him out there was some yep. beef with that before wasn't there that was what kind of led up to their disagreement and their i have honestly don't even remember I don't yeah. remember what the conflict was. We should. I'm not going to talk about it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know enough to talk about it. So, so I'm going to drop out of That's that conversation. Fun. All right,
0: because what a strange way to say "shut up, Dallas." All right, here we go. Keep
1: Dallas, <laughs> shut up. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm actually curious to. Yeah. I want to ask, what have you done for work? Because fight to win obviously mm-hmm. is uh, taking their sweet time to. Yeah, stream yeah, this what the event. Fuck, I don't know what's, guys, going, what's on. Fight going on. Fights win. Come on, guys. Re- I re- want to watch my boy Gabriel Arges. Is it
0: live now and upcoming? Click that. Maybe it's already on and we're Maybe. missing it. Like a couple of fucking amateurs. How funny would that be? Uh, I've, I've done it. It's happened. Oh, well, it's a commercial. Looks like they're doing something.
1: Dude. Oh, look. Come on. Fucking rev gear. Go rev gear. That's a nice back. I remember when I first started
0: training, and I was like, oh my god. Like, it was, so when when I first started skateboarding when I was a kid, um it was so exciting to have like every brand of everything. And, and I remember, Oh, I just put every kind of sticker of every skate brand ever on everything. And now I have it. And it was kind of like a similar thing when it's like, Oh man, like I get like a, yeah, it's already, it's already you playing. You guys, I don't
1: who? think we talked about this, but uh, <laughs> Dallas and I decided that we would do a podcast today on the fight to win day. And we just do the podcast while the fight to win was streaming and we could sit here and watch it and talk about it. Um, Thought so you're gonna good.
0: have to put up with our, you know,
1: amateur commentary over here. That's it. <laughs> so the conversation's ending and now we're getting into fight to win. This should be a good event. We have a lot of Gracie Baja guys competing on this card. Um, Gabriel Argez is competing against Lovato Junior. So, so why, why awesome are you mentioning
0: game. the Gracie Baja guys?
1: Because I'm a Gracie Baja guy. Huh? I'm Gracie Baja through and through. Gym owner. Yeah, I own a Gracie Baja here in San Ynez Valley. If you guys are unfamiliar, we own Gracie Baja San Inez Valley. Uh, we are Gracie Baja Academy. It's a beautiful school, beautiful place, full of wonderful members that call this place home. Um, our team is a very large team. And uh, today we get to sit back and watch some of our team members jump on these stage and go to work. We got Gabriel Argez competing tonight against Lovato Jr. Gabriel Argez just opened up his school to Ventura Gracie Baja Ventura. Really? Yeah. Damn, I was just I didn't there know that. yesterday. What the fuck? It was amazing. I got That's to train badass. with uh, one of my coaches that I brought down there. Hell yeah! That's super, super rad. <laughs> yeah, no, they were getting ready. So Professor Professor Joao was—he's um, the head instructor over there at this point. I think he's running most of the classes, and uh, he's on this card tonight as well. So he didn't want to train with any of us just so, to take yeah, the risk. Yeah, and we—I respect that, you know. And so it was just David Acosta and I went down there, and we ended up training together. Met Professor Joao. Look
0: at all this sausage fest
1: in the crowd. Who is here. this guy? I don't even know these guys.
0: Uh, is this guy a brown belt? Are they making him wear all yeah, the brown Yeah,
1: he's he's a brown belt. He's from Cabrinha. Cabrinha? Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm going to be competing at the Jiu-Jitsu World League on September fourth on Labor Day weekend, and I'm fighting a brown belt in Master Two division from Cabrinha. <laughs> Jeez. All right. All right. So he's got a nice little open guard, trying to go yeah, through on that knee cut the, slice. Yeah, yep.
0: But he's getting he's getting trapped here. With the,
1: he's yeah, he's uh, folding oh, those oh, feet oh, over the and the trying to stack wheels. those feet to the floor.
0: Yeah, Tur- Turner's Turner's getting control over those ankles there.
1: So I guess Turner's on the bottom. Turner, we can call him Turner the turntable. He looks Tur- like a turn no, turntable.
0: Turner is on top.
1: Turner's on top. Oh, yeah, that's right. The red red on the, there. That's right. My bad, guys. There's so much that goes into these events, you know, and just the matches itself, a super match is, uh, there's a lot that goes into that preparation. I had an argument with somebody one time that a super fight is almost more intensive than a tournament when you're competing against four or five matches, because in that super fight, it's all or nothing. You only get one shot. It's just one training session. Really? Got a couple ankles
0: locked up here. It's like a play, almost a 50-50. It's going in
1: on that straight leg lock. Yeah.
0: Rios doing a good, or excuse me, Turner's doing a good job.
1: Yeah, he's going to have to his... keep that knee underneath.
0: This is probably super entertaining for people who have all 2% of the world jujitsu population that
1: have flow grappling right absolutely i think i'm going to make a recommendation and uh, suggest that when you guys listen to this podcast go on to flow grappling and then watch the replay of this event so that you can hear us talking about these fights as you're watching them so that you have some context to our rambling. topic of conversation our rambling yeah <laughs> You're so
0: proper. You speak so well on this. You know, you just, you know, just, just speak like a drunken fool.
1: Like fuck. There, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're good. All right. Sorry. Okay. Dial it, it back it in. Jeez. <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. I'm sure there's going to be parents so, that'll do, hear this.
0: How do you feel about Nogi in general?
1: I love Nogi. Tell me more. I love Nogi, but I hate Nogi at the same time. Um, nogi hurts my body. Nogi hurts so much. Yeah, it, it hurts, man. It is such a trip. But I love it. It's it's good and it's so practical, you know, and when um, Why is it practical? Well, I mean, if you everyone's got this argument, you know, like, "Oh, out on the street if I have to use jiu-jitsu, they're not going to be wearing a gi." I'm like, "Yeah, but they're wearing a t-shirt. You can still do a lot of the chokes and a lot of things we're teaching you with the t-shirts." You know, but yeah. at the same time
0: Also, if you find yourself in a conflict outside of the gym and someone's trying to fight you, your first option should be running away and avoiding the altercation
1: regardless right I think when you're a jiu-jitsu athlete you train jiu-jitsu you don't fight because you end up talking through situations people just you, you hold yourself to a higher standard of professionalism you know and you stop being such a type of person that's gonna walk into that situation Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. that the That's easiest true. thing to do is not walk into yeah, that situation. As soon
0: as, as soon as I uh, began training, like it just, I could feel it more and more that desire for conflict and altercations just slip away. Mm-hmm. You know, and I found, I've found myself in less and less compromising situations like out at the bar, you know, yep. with at a party or doing dumb things, with my friends, you know, where it's just like, I've, I, I've almost next to never had to, really use any self defense since training jiu-jitsu. And now I'm so thankful I have it because not only has it taught me the the comfort and like the just walking around the physical security that I you know, knowing yep. I can defend myself in the ones I love. But it also taught me the discipline to stay away from that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you just understand situations better. You can read things a little bit more clear. Yeah.
0: But I'll tell you right now, if anyone that trains jujitsu, there's a part deep down inside and some not so deep as others that just can't wait to fuck someone up. That's messing with them or their family. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's a there's, bit of that confidence where you're like,
1: make my day. There's, there's the point of no return for sure. you right. There's, there's things that people can do that, you know, push that red button. And when they push that red button, it's on, You know, um, and that's typically when it comes to defending your family, defending your children. You know, um, those are two things in my world that you just don't come near. You just don't mess with those two things.
0: Oh, yeah, when it comes to family children like that, there's a a hair trigger there. So,
1: watch it. This guy's back is going to be out by the time he's. Thirty-five years I old. I know.
0: I can't believe he's so open guard heavy. I mean, he, uh, to be fair, he you know he's staving off these attacks from re, uh, Turner rather. So, a lot of success as far as defensive. And then he keeps getting a uh, gr- uh, grab on one of these ankles here, and he's almost getting it. But it looks like it looks like it looks like Turner's kind of getting wise to the his leg lock attempts, and he just keeps doing this uh, real like what is it called eagle guard you spread eagle almost yoga.
1: I like that. Mat. I like the name of that. If that's not you called eagle guard, it is now. Oh, well, yeah, it looks like I call eagle, it guard. eagle
0: guard. But if you're doing that to me, I'm I'm going to lay my uh the arch of my foot on your balls. I'm going to yeah. put well, that knee down to your chest there. Oh, going for a spinning
1: arm. So he's going to try and, he's going to try and capitalize on that With there's no he's got to get that bottom knee through. Um yeah. There's no real threats in that attack, you know. Even though he's going uh, inverted and he's trying to go into that leg game, there's just no consistency in attacking when he inverts. So he's inverting, he's doing that well, but he wasn't attacking. It he wasn't. He, he had a lot of submission attempts at least, or at least
0: I I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not attempts. Yeah, that's what happens when you lay on your back. You get a decision loss yeah I mean I'm sure he has a lot of a lot of success this is so funny me talking about any of these people they're all balmy, put my ankle up my own ass if they wanted to
1: no I <laughs> I, I think you have every right to talk about jujitsu and competitions and matches oh yeah I'm, yeah. I'm just we're
0: just talking here yeah no you I, I,
1: you train I, jiu-jitsu and that's that's the that's the difference is that you know if you're some if you're some uh, dude that has no physical um agenda to take care of your body right like you just well, don't care about but yourself it would also be fun to hear I would,
0: I would love to have someone with no context like go like why is, he on his, why is he pulling his legs apart? He right. looks like a homo. Why is he doing this? Yeah. Why is he, you know, like, love to have sweep just like... The leg, the, it, Johnny, you know, sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep the leg. They're like, why isn't he karate chopping him in his
1: nutsack right now? It's so funny when you see people that like that, because I've been there, right? You got people that-
0: I, It used to piss me off. I remember just like, ugh, who are you, you Philistine? Uh-huh. What are exactly. You know nothing. And now I just... I just welcome it. I'm just like, like my one friend's like, fucking, not like Dallas over here goes to (laughs) fucking karate class every day, you know? And it's just, there was a day when it was just like, excuse excuse me, it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you know? Say it right, dude. Say it right. But now it's just hilarious. I love
1: I my, love people on the outside, the civilians. Yeah. It's makes us it so much better. My dad is my dad is that guy. My dad doesn't understand jiu-jitsu. You know, he's like he, he loves that I do it and he loves our school, he loves what we've been able to do in the community. But like when it comes to jiu-jitsu and the nuances and the techniques and the transitions and just the 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 basis to what we're doing on the ground. He has no idea, you know? So he knows what a choke is. He knows like a submission. He doesn't yeah. know like uh, exact submissions but it's funny to be training when he's here because he's a little older and he loves watching he loves watching me do jiu but I'll hear him and I'm getting ready to train I'll be like clap and bump hands with the guy and my dad's in the backer like choke him Jason choke him get him and I'm like he's being a supportive Dad, parent what you, a sweetheart I love you
0: that's so awesome yeah
1: I remember the first time I trained at Novan Jiu Jitsu in Prescott Arizona when I went out there and bought a house in Arizona and trained out there with that team for a little while it was my first day. In the school, so I was trying to be super gentle with everybody and like walk in very humbly and yeah. shake hands and how, get hey, some good how long training, have you been training. At this point, um, I at this point I've been training 14 years. Okay, about 14 since
0: 2007. No, no, no. went in Prescott, when you were saying
1: I was training, I was probably. About four years into training. Okay, keep going, keep going. um, We walked in, I was just trying to be this humble dude on the mat, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm training with some of the guys, and as I'm training, my dad's over on the sideline just yelling at me, Come on, Jason, let's go. (laughs) And I'm thinking in my head, like, Dad, you're gonna make these guys freaking kill me. Like, come on, let me just be humble with these boys. But at the same time, he's my dad. I love it. I love the encouragement, I love the support. I love you, Dad. I'm gonna send you a link to this podcast so you can have some time sitting at home (laughs) listening to it.
0: We got a GB guy right here.
1: looks like a Danny Pena
0: oh Davey Pena
1: I said I heard Danny Tenya. <laughs> Danny Tenya, <laughs> not even close alright I'm taking five bucks it's Danny Pena alright damn Danny Pena of course you would know alright so we got a guy fighting from Gracie Baja right now Danny Pena J Squires uh, it's a black belt no gi match
0: uh, I really like the uh, camo shorts on Squires though big fan uh, I wish I could get some uh, camo GB shorts going guys. Yeah. Look, we have camo sweatpants, camo shirts, camo hats, camo sweatpants, Oh, I got a camo
1: bag right here. Can we get some camo training shorts? Can we just get some, can we just get some Gracie Baja merchandise? I'm going (laughs) to say that nice and loud. And if anybody from Gracie Baja hears me and would like to have a conversation about that, I'd love to. We need more merchandise. We need more options. We need more gear and we need practical gear, gear that works for the bodies.
0: He's calling me fat guys. I need a big. I need a double XL <laughs> rash guard.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, there's just no variety. There's just not, there's not selection. We have like one pair of shorts and they're just not that nice of a pair of shorts. I like you know, the I short. think that when I like you jump the shorts. Online... you can send me those shorts guys, please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have none of my, all my shit was stolen. Um, and thank you for all the shit you give me.
1: Yeah. I got some more stuff for you. Oh, don't don't be so generous, please. Oh, nice little butterfly. This is a suite. much
0: more uh, active match here. I'm enjoying
1: this one so far. Yeah, a lot more pressure. A lot more pressure from these guys. These so, guys aren't, you know, trying to stay too inverted and trying to keep himself separated.
0: Yeah, he's got a good shoulder crank right here on Pena. Yep. But oh. If you're Pena from here, what are you trying to do? I obviously not just like game plan. What is what would be your go-to?
1: So my moment? my goal. I'm a huge Toriando passer. I love I love it Toriando passes. You know. So if you're showing me an open well. guard situation, yeah. I'm definitely going in on Toriando. Um, but also with this position, that, that was a good sweep. Yeah, he's he's getting swept left and right with that same butterfly sweep. Um, at that point, I would have been on a body lock. I would have tried to be like Nicky Rodriguez, you know, more or less body lock on the on the lower half of the body, and then step over with your knees yeah. over that butterfly guard. Now he's doing a good job at walking those hands up to get those elbows above the shoulder line. Squires looks
0: to be the more athletic individual, as it is. He has some tree trunk thighs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just just
0: from like a superficial standpoint.
1: Absolutely, I would say he's he's looking a little bit more technical too. He's got a little bit more answers. I
0: really like the way he passed that arm for the arm triangle. He's gonna he's gonna step over and pass for the. Oh, is he? Oh, he's tapping. There it is. Damn. There it is. Arm triangle, favorite submission. Beautiful. One of my favorite submissions. Any head and arm choke variety or uh, a very. Variation. There we go. Yeah, Woo! Yeah. Matt Brain so, uh, didn't even train. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite ship. I think it's just like a meathead move and it's just like something I feel comfortable like just bullying into someone and doing so. Yeah,
1: Cool. Got a GB loss. Yeah, Thanks, guys. First, first, the first GB loss. I mean, actually, it could I'm not be out. the first one. We missed we were, yeah, who, probably because several it's, fights. Supposedly
0: started at five, Jason. Way to go.
1: Jeez. We probably missed Gabriel, too. Um, you know, it's funny. It's uh, the head and arm choke is what we've been working this week and when oh, I went down to I Ventura yesterday to Gracie Baja Ventura and trained with Professor Joao, yeah. uh, that was what he choked me out with. Really? Yeah, it was so funny. We was teaching a head and arm choke from side control, you know, and you're basically, you're cross-face control and then you're feeding the far side lapel over to your cross face arm underneath the back of the head and then you're pulling that in tight, right? Essentially, yeah. yeah. And so once you have that position established, you're gonna take your head and you're gonna lock it to the floor and then get your head and arm triangle. So you're chopping that arm up with your ear and then at that point you're crossing your knee over the belly line and you're transitioning with your windshield wipers to the other side of the body. From there, you're sinking in and then you're sliding up and locking in your head and arm triangle but he wanted to show me a variation after he taught the class. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool, this is awesome. And he's sitting there showing it to me, he's showing it to me from half guard. And I can hear him talking with like full on clarity as he's demonstrating the technique. And I'm sitting there like, dang, this is tight. This is rad. I love this. And all of a sudden I hear his voice going from clarity to like, and then his voice starts coming back to like actual words. And I realized that my left foot was shaking like vigorously back and forth. And then it was like, oh dude, he just choked me out completely unconscious and so when his pressure got released when he was done demonstrating Mm -hmm. the choke he was talking still and he had no idea i was unconscious (laughs) and so i just played it off i was like yeah and he was like it was pretty sweet right i was like yeah that was awesome man i can't wait to show that to the team
0: pissed herself i didn't even remember what happened i was like
1: geez i wish i could have had my buddy record that or something Ooh,
0: we got a gi match coming up gb right there i know that white gi yeah I'm, i'm now a member of the white gi cult i uh would never wear a white gi before but i got one now and honestly it looks good with the blue belt i like the contrast
1: i like uh i like collecting people's blood on my gi dude
0: that's one of the annoying things dude i there's so many different like little specs i'm like this could seven i've seven different i have a i have a i have a vampire's uh tasting
1: kit right here you know yeah no actually i don't i don't enjoy getting people's blood on my gi Um, Don't lie don't be a Oh, I, I just know. like getting a little bit I know. of I like
0: when you thr- we thrash on people, get a little bit of blood on there.
1: Time and place for sure. For sure. Thrashing's good. Um white geese are traditional geese right? So for like promotional ceremonies, um with belt promotions, typically you wanna show up to that in your white gi. Well, I don't have a choice right now, so white gee it is. <laughs> I have any. a rack of geese in the back in the coach's locker room, and you're always welcome to grab a gee from there if you don't if you need one. I brought one today. I don't, okay, know, cool. I don't know what you're saying, but yeah, I brought one. I'm good. Cool. I brought my white key. That was a very, like, cocky guard pull. He just kind of rolled in a bolo with nothing there in front of him until the homeboy just jumped up on top. Is this nice a nice little over-under pass? Um, is this a uh,
0: – what's the gym? I, I just saw the logo on, the, on his gi. I think it, it looks like there. an alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, the eagle. Yep. The little hawk, birdie, whatever it is. Yep. Um. Yeah. Not a fan of guard pulling. Um, the only time I fucking guard pullers. <laughs> uh, although I will say I love pulling guard against wrestlers. They ju- it just shuts down their steam a little bit. Yeah. Like I'll, I I'll pull guard with
1: Jake. I'll take Jake to the back. I'll take Jake to the mat.
0: I'll take him like down. I mean with I'm you.
1: at least gonna try because Jake's gonna hear this so I don't want to yeah. say I'll just take him down the mat but I'm gonna try. Um, Jake is a phenomenal wrestler and he's super tough so if I pull guard he's probably going to pass because he's got the strength to do it and yeah. he's got the wrestling technique to do it
0: I feel I feel comfortable in my uh, not sweeps but uh, reversals and like getting, right? getting yeah, yeah, out, yeah. out from under yeah, yeah. side control like I'd rather be in someone's side control than them in my guard yeah because when they're in my guard it's become, like I want to open it up I want to play butterfly uh-huh. I love open guard butterfly I love a good one wing in one out everything like that but that's how I hurt my knee so I'm having to like subtly adjust my game from that so I'm having some difficulty with uh, I'm a a top I'm
1: a top player I, I like to be on the top at all times. Um, and so with the wrestler, like, like our boy Jake, you know I wanna take him to his back right away. Like every time I just wanna get Jake on his back um, cause they're not comfortable on their back. And so when you put yeah. a wrestler on their back, they make scrambly transitions. Mm-hmm. And you those are very, it. you know, you make a lot of mistakes when you do that. So that's where I'd rather be with a guy like Jake instead of him on top where he knows how to pass and he knows how to control you on the bottom. Um, I, we both
0: me, him and me both have gotten each other in a head and arm triangle from bottom nice which i didn't even think was like a not, not that it wasn't possible but it was just like it's like you don't chokes you don't collar choke someone inside their guard you don't yeah yeah So it's, you like, never it's do definitely that. one of those things where it's just like oh i didn't even know you could arm triangle someone from bottom it's one of those like Oh, I guess once you're a black belt, you can cross your ankles when you take someone's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just do it. <laughs> you can just get away with it that way.
1: Oh, look, he's doing the oil check. He's got the oil check One going. One of my favorite moves. Dude, it works. No, he,
0: um, I had, he's doing I had a great job of staying on top
1: check. of good pressure. I'm sorry I interrupted you. What no, were you no, saying I about was your saying, oil saying, check?
0: Uh, um, I had to teach my girlfriend an oil
1: check. Nice no like did with, you, her, with you, her car actually yeah she has oh, no idea how oil okay it. No. Okay. <laughs> okay i was just asking if she made his follow-up appointment after you were done yeah she did okay that's good good news <laughs> you took your time then i now know that none of my uh none of the parents can listen to this podcast not now sorry guys not now we just turned left how do you think they
0: became parents Yeah, teaching each other a world. <laughs> <laughs> it's not done that way. Fair enough. So we're gonna plug this, and then you know the rest is free, free, uh, free for all.
1: Have you seen the good place with Ted Danzig? You said dancing, dancing or Danzig? I don't know his name. Ted, Ted Danson. Ted Danson. You,
0: you amateur. He's from, uh, <laughs> your from Cheers. Air, right? or, oh yeah, I forgot. For, you were yeah, hundred.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, fucking. I I haven't watched it. It looks a little cheesy to me. It's it's super cool. I guess it's just because I'm old. That I like it. I like old people shows, like Grace and Frankie. <laughs> that was good. I watched the, I watched the episode of that.
0: It was that was good. I was stoned to the bone when I watched it, honestly. But uh, that's probably why it was so good. And also, it was just cool because uh, it's with um freaking, not Michael Douglas.
1: Yeah, Michael Douglas, and then the guy that plays in, um, uh, the crime the crime show, Law and Order. He played in Law and Order yeah, for a super long time. you're right. You're time. right. You're right. That is him. Yep. Is it Michael Douglas or is it? Uh, uh my. Uh, well, maybe it's not I'm Michael. I'm thinking Douglas. of.
0: Um, it's no, it's Charlie uh, Martin Sheen. Is it Martin, Martin Sheen? Sheen? Is Martin it Sheen be, or it Michael might... Douglas? Look, they're all tripping. Yeah, like, uh,
1: they're all like, what are they yeah, doing in there? Go, go, go Tell G- them
0: what's up. They're like, what the fuck is going on? What are these they guys doing? Are, they're they're like, hear they'll fun. hear it. This looks fun. We got this is invitation only. Oh, what what what's this dude's name right here? I forgot. Which one? The one with the facial hair, the one stripe. White belt man, right there. Not that it matters. Just you know,
1: just an identifier. That's Cody Murphy. Cody Murphy. Cody Murphy's legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got Cody Uh, Murphy, and then we got Brian Clausen, and we got Miguel over there doing his. Lunges, Tristan, George, Matthew. George
0: couldn't couldn't remember George's name either. Yeah, I'm really bad at names. I have to ask Jason like every other class. Look, we have a we have a crowd now. We're getting an audience.
1: Yeah, doing something right. This has been like a pretty cool match. Like we've had uh, the G. Uh, is it? Oh, see, this is the lapel feed that we were doing yesterday. But that lapel passover, I see. So he it. needs see to be grabbing not on the end of the lapel, but he needs to be grabbing more closer to the armpit. Because that takes out all the slack and locks in that shoulder to the floor. Right and now completely he's trying to, he's trying to
0: keep Rios flat so he can exploit him anyways. Uh, with the, he, he gave up the lapel.
1: Yeah. That was good. That was, that, that was our GB win. They for sure pulled that one off.
0: Oh, is that? Oh, okay. I was like, did he pick up someone else's belt?
1: He may have picked up the other guy's belt. How funny would that be if he walked off with the other guy's belt? that suck
0: I'd be bummed I'd be bumming hard I'm
1: gonna text my wife and tell her to tell the guys it's open mat tonight you just go out and say cause it. I'm just not I'm not feeling enough energy in my body to tell them I'll go out there and tell them alright
0: go, go, go let them know I'll, oh, and then like in a little bit maybe uh, maybe we'll join <laughs> hey look at that we got a GB uh, Gracie Baja a winner for the fucking first, first viewing of ours.
1: The, our, the GB guy won as a veto. Okay, good. My, my wife was, I just walked out there and I told all the guys, open oh, that tonight. And they're like, all right, cool. And then my wife walks up, <laughs> you have this cute little innocent smile on her face. They're all mad at me. I was like, yeah, why? She goes, I made them do walking lunges. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a badass, babe. I love you. Walking lunges. Thank God I'm not there right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're starting our women's only program here. Not next week, but the following week. Um, oh, wait, and that's going to be super only. cool. Farmers only.
0: Farmers only.
1: Dude, we'd probably have a huge class if we did that in the Valley. Probably. Farmers only jujitsu? Yeah, they all dress the way I'm dressed right now. Dude. Fucking yeah, we're starting that. And Kat's going Kat's to be leading that class. So it's going to be the awesome. women's only? Yeah. Yep. Oh, come on, dude. The ref Doing the is work. break
0: dancing? Damn. I mean, obviously, the ref's probably a jiu-jitsu player himself. but
1: Dang, Gio still. Martinez and Richie Martinez are a little jelly right now. Yeah. What do you think about that uh, Mikey Musamechi and Gio Martinez is and it, beef? Is it M- Musamechi Musamechi um, I think so Is Musumeshi. Musumeshi? Yeah,
0: I I thought, I thought Mikey was uh I'd say I didn't care for Mikey's perspective on it. That's all I remember as I was I was listening and I was just like, yeah I you're think Mikey a little, should a little
1: sensitive. I think Mikey should have waited a little bit because he had too much map brain in the Oh that's right?
0: exactly what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. this dude's fucking like dude. That's like how are you it, uh interviewing someone right now he's like sweating like and i don't know
1: but at the same time like i I can back up mikey on that one a little bit because i think that there's a lot to being a black belt and it's not just about your ability on the mat as an athlete you know it's about how you hold yourself outside of the mat and i think the biggest takeaway from that was that um these guys right now as we're watching this jujitsu matches these guys are setting the table for the next generation and they're setting the example for the next generation And so this is jujitsu, it's a very high level of discipline and respect to each other, right? It's not UFC. If you want to go out and fight and bang and you want to call this a fight, go do a fight. But this is a jujitsu match. This is two professionals who should have much respect for each other and should be able to look across the ring at each other and shake each other's hands, you know, because it's all in good fun. Yeah, we want to win, but I don't know. I see Mikey's point. I think that Gio didn't do enough to justify Mikey's, um, you know, uh, rant. Yeah. but yeah. At that's, the same time, more, like,
0: and then also just for to be devil's advocate here, um, sometimes you just gotta have the badasses or the you know rough around the edges type people because there's people that are like that, like me, like growing up, like I was, you know, a
1: guard puller here, Tenth Planet, <laughs> guard pulling, of course. But look, he's already got
0: a he's already got a hold of a leg here. He's got a uh, inverted butterfly hook, and he's got the fucking. Oh, he, he's gotten a toe hole. Yeah, he's gonna got a rip toe, that hold toe hold. from the bottom. But um, like I was a prick when I was a kid, so I liked when there was like a jerk guy. Oh, he's got a heel hook
1: over here, dude. Did you hear, did you see that Kynan Duarte versus uh, Mateus Denise? No, I didn't. Oh my gosh, but I, I like a, on a roll, dude. I love that guy. I like anyone who does ostering. <laughs> I, I want to see Kynan Doherty fight Gordon Ryan again, like right now, uh, at this point in their career. Oh, man, that would be fucking exciting. Kynan dude, he's it. on another level right now, and he's, he's very, um, I think he's going places.
0: I love learning how to pronounce all these guys' names every time I talk to you. Or I teach you how they're actually
1: pronounced. Yeah, I just say <laughs> stuff. I, I don't know if it makes sense, you know. And I just sometimes, go with sometimes it. I just let the vowels come out. You guys do a good job at uh, at Ooh,
0: letting me at say that. things that got don't make sense. Rubber guard going. I'm jealous of anyone who can do the rubber guard right now because my MCL is thrashed.
1: Dude, it's you got to have hip thing. dexterity for rubber guard. It's a lot in the hip.
0: Well, I got child birthing hips, so I think I could do it. I got these big wide mama fucker rubbers. You ever wear spats when you roll?
1: Yeah, I do. Why? uh... What's What's the, well, so like, Uh, It offers you better gripping with your legs and stuff like to clamp on the things so you don't have all the sweat slipping around everywhere. It does offer you a little bit more gripping. Um, It also keeps you a little bit safer from mat burning and stuff like that. So if you walk into a new school that's got brand new tatami mats or something like that, there's always a chance you're going to get some mat burn on your knees or something. Um, I don't personally wear them anymore just because every time I wear them, for some reason, my legs start to break out because it holds in all that sweat when yeah, I'm and sweating. Just, and
0: it's all that friction, all yeah. that, you know, dirty. You just probably just have a horrible hygiene. That's why I do. <laughs> I don't shower ever. <laughs> I haven't
1: cut my toenails for like five years. Whew. Got some eagle talons. Talk about eagle guard. Yeah. People don't. Hey, hey it keeps me out of heel hooks. There it is. Holds. There it is.
0: There it is. He's rolling. He's rolling. See, he's 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 keeping the uh, him from figure fouring, yep. so it's keeping him. Yep. yep, Digging it, good defense. I appreciate someone who decides not to be the guard puller in that capacity when it's a good hello.
1: She, I asked her to do this with us and she would not do it She was like no I'm not ready for that And I was like alright that's fine You didn't ask her to do this you're I did I did shit. on the way home you from Paso Robles yeah, yeah, you're, You yeah. love it when I say Paso Robles Who says Paso Robles I say Paso Robles Are you not from here no, I'm from the Valley, not Paso Robles.
0: Yeah, but that's like saying Santa the <laughs> Valley.
1: Santa Ynez. Oh man. Paso Robles. How do you how do you say it? Paso Robles. Paso Robles. Paso Robles. Paso Robles. Pulso Robles. I, 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 I grew it up in like slow have county. <laughs> You're
0: gonna have my marbles in your mouth. you roll out Bring there. Bring
1: them over, man.
0: It's on. Show you a thing, uh, two about uh, north south.
1: A GSP. We used to call it the GSP move. The GSPer. GSPness. I feel like GSP used to teabag every single guy he would fight in the UFC. At some point in that fight, he'd be teabagging him.
0: I think he's into it. I think that just might be his kink. You know? it,
1: it's kind of like hey, checking out I know, your no, nuts around your I, forehead. <laughs> you can't do shit about it.
0: Oh man. I was never a GSP fan. I gotta say, uh, I don't. Th- I think because uh, I started as a, as a Mayhem Miller fan. And he beat Jason Miller. And then I was obviously a Michael Bisping fan. And then he beat Bisping for the middleweight title and then just left. It's like, why was it even a title fight? He just won the title and then retired. It was ridiculous, but I I'm happy because I opened the, up the door for Robert Whittaker, and he is one of my favorite fighters. Nice. Again, middleweight division holds a special place in my heart. And, uh, Robert the Reaper Whitaker's just a badass, cool guy. Uh, big fan of the Australians.
1: Yeah, the Aussies are legit, dude. Yeah, we have some really dear friends of ours that are over in Australia right now, and you know it's a new world order over there. There's Some crazy shit going on in Australia right Did now. Did you see those protests, dude? It's gnarly, man. That's pretty, pretty
0: crazy. I uh, I'm excited that that many people have come together for their rights and are protesting things. Like for sure, that. I think it. Uh, Sometimes these difficult times bring positive change, and just gotta like, just gotta gotta fight through it. Just like we fight through adversity on the mask the adversity's out there right now. You just gotta fight through that. One day, you're gonna be a black belt with that shit.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard? Have you heard of uh, Tom McDonald?
0: Yeah, yeah, the rapper.
1: Yeah, yeah the rapper. I yeah. think he's from Canadian from Canada. He's, he's from, from Canada.
0: <laughs> he's a cool guy. I, I like some of it. I'm not a big rap guy, so I don't listen yeah. to him uh like often, but I've heard his music. I like that guy.
1: Yeah, I I've, I've heard his music. I'm not Good a big point. fan of rapper either, you know, but I think that like I heard his like song old rap. I heard his newest songs which are called like fake woke and mm-hmm. snowflakes. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. stuff like that. And I think that there's a lot of legitimacy and validation in those songs, you know. He's re- he's really um,
0: cornered that and I think it was probably a... A lot of people w- wanted someone to kind of be like, Hey, speak can up. someone speak up about this kind of bullshit, yeah. you know? Yeah.
1: So, and he did, you know, but then I, I, was like, well, this guy's pretty rad, you know, in order to speak up like that and, you know, do what he's doing. I want to know a little bit more about him. And so I started researching him and obviously I started with his song profile and started looking at all the songs and stuff and what he's written. And, you know, at first when the pandemic came about, he was kind of like pro pandemic, you know, just kind of like all of us shut the world down. Let's see what's going on. And yeah, but I think his mind shifted and he saw he woke up, he you know, yeah. and saw a lot of people that didn't. But that's not where we want to go on the podcast. I don't want to talk about that.
0: Yeah, just beat that dead
1: horse, don't you? Out, we just shot it dead. <laughs> now we're here, back to I love uh, to go fight to shooting win. so bad right now. Let's do it. Do you have? I don't have a place to go shooting. We can make that happen. We can talk to some people and uh, get some guys to. All right, let's do it. Put it all together. That girl walking right there, right standing up, uh, she's a referee. Yeah. She refed at Jiu Jitsu World League for Miguel's match. And I uh I asked her a question and I thought uh-huh. she was gonna fuck me up. She looks pretty hot from here. Uh no, she's like Gabby Garcia. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's shark right there, um, I don't
1: know. Legit though. I mean you look at her and you're like, This girl would wreck somebody for sure. I think it might be Gabby Garcia's little sister. I she love this guy. She was very nice. Already. I'm taking take that back. I asked her a question about a match, and she gave me exactly what I needed to know. Very helpful. Dude, very sweet. I love um, this guy
0: already. Is he a GB? It looks no, like. No, he's
1: not a oh, GB. No, no, no. It's not. You're right.
0: Not that that's. I'm why not do you exclusive. love this guy? Tell me why
1: you love this guy. Because
0: he rolled up in a hoodie and, like, a, a freaking gallon of jug of water. He's just, like, a rad dude. Like, I like his. Uh, I like that he's a heavier set guy. Like,. He just looks like an underdog. Yeah. In my opinion, I I f- have felt like an underdog
1: in my that's, life often. The guy that's competing right now is also a ref at Jiu-Jitsu World League. I've uh, had an encounter with that guy as well. The, the uh, blue Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a dick. He's he's pretty cool. He's a good ref.
0: <laughs> I am I'm, I'm honestly most people in Jiu-Jitsu, oh, he's mount. Nice. Um yeah. most people in Jiu-Jitsu look a little little uh, intimidating. You get someone smack in the back of your head enough, and you're like, "That's that." You're slapping me now. We're not. We're yeah. not grappling.
1: I like that. Yeah, a guy in the going to take him down. Oh, he's pulled guard. Pulled guard. Take the words right back out, out of my mouth.
0: But look, he's got that sleeve control. He's gonna. He has a p- switch to pistol grip. Keeps switching back and forth on the sleeve. There, he really wants that sleeve. I think he's looking for the triangle.
1: He's yeah, trying to pull that. That in for guy is controlling well though with that right hand mm. on top. He's not letting mm. go of that slip, mm-hmm. that bottom leg. He's going to go inverted and try and go Watch. No, never mind. If he laces... it, see, he's yeah. going right back yep. to the
0: guard. He's trapping this arm. He's looking for the triangle. Might be his uh, his specialty, and. Maybe against someone this size, it's uh, probably a little, little easier, a little more fun to get a tight one. It's a real dominant move. Someone that big getting a triangle on them. Yep. See, there it is. He's going for it. Yeah. He switched it right up. Yep. Oh look! Nailed that Dallas. He just tapped. I think he just tapped. No, he's grabbing. Okay, he's grabbing the back of his lapel uh, jacket there.
1: Wow, wow
0: Grabbing the inside of his knee there Still hasn't tapped Still there He's hanging in there
1: um, there, yeah, it is. there it is Pulled the head down there it was Nice Dude, you called that out like nothing, dude
0: uh, yeah, I, I'm a big uh, Fan of pre- Like Not just predicting I feel like I'm good at that. Like, I love watching fights. Like, UFC, like, I watch so much, I go, okay, he's I, mm-hmm. he's trying to lure someone in for the, the right, or, yeah. you know, right hand, or something like that.
1: I and think you noticed he just, the placement of it, and you, you you called it. You saw you saw the grips he had you, had, you saw the setup he was going for, and the position of his open guard, and it just, you, you saw what was going down.
0: I mean, I'm just saying, the only time I keep a grip and then switch to another grip just to keep the same sleeve, like... I mean business with that one. Yeah, yeah. He went from pistol to C clamp. Like he kept going back and forth to keep that sleeve. He knew he had
1: it for sure. So, I was talking to Professor Joao last uh, yesterday when I was there, and I was asking him how we can get on a card and fight to win. So he invited me back next week to step in and talk to Professor Gabriel and uh, see if we couldn't make that happen. So I'm hoping that here in the near future I can get on a card, one of these fight to win cards and get some
0: uh... damn these people are fucking these grappling dummies up right?
1: <laughs> can we just be done with this shit though man can we just like stop promoting the independent grappling and the dummy and all this stuff and the home mats I mean we're all better off when we're yeah, together just at the gym white belts like that Oh, you're gonna you're gonna order a grappling dummy. You're gonna stuff it. You're gonna spend all this money on it. You're gonna use it for two days and realize <laughs> it doesn't fight back. And you're gonna get bored and start dreaming about jujitsu again. Yeah,
0: the battery's about to die on this. I gotta change him.
1: Okay, you just tell me when to end it or stop it
0: um i don't know who's coming in next why don't we just talk till the batteries die let's that? do it and then it'll just drop off yeah that's fine yeah. with me cool just letting everyone know it might just stop abruptly uh we still love you guys absolutely thank you for enjoying the episode three of MapBrain brain podcast uh it's still going it's still going
1: cool yeah we're going to try and come up with some really cool content, you guys. Matt Brain is not going to be just where we show up after a roll session and talk about nothing. You know, we want to make sure that there's some fun things for you guys to listen to, whether you're at work or whether you're out uh, at home cleaning up in the backyard, doing some gardening. However you want to listen to it, we want to make sure it's fun to listen. So we'll get some good people in here you can have conversations or listen to conversations with. Just have a good time.
0: Hell yeah. This has been a great conversation. Uh, it's so therapeutic to have these with someone. Yeah. Especially you get to talk about like a real specific topic.
1: Absolutely. So my my uh, my old sensei came by the school the other day, and uh, years and years ago, when I was a child, I started doing martial arts um, in judo, and yeah. it was at a kung fu studio in San <laughs> No, I got you. You <laughs> got me saying it in San Ynez. and um, Dan Aleph was my old judo sensei, and I hadn't seen him for years and years and years, mm-hmm. and one day he walks in the door and I didn't even know it was him. He was wearing his mask and Mm -hmm. I walk up to him and shake his hand and introduce myself. I was like, hey, I'm Coach Jason. What can I help you with? You just hear one of these kids, your students, I think it was during a juniors or teens class and he goes, no, I just went in the area. I wanted to come by and stop by and check out this place. I was walking through the plaza and I saw Gracie Baja. I was like, cool, cool. What's your name? And he goes, my name's Dan and it kind of like something clicked in my head and I was like, Dan what? He goes, Dan Aleph No way. No way. And he pulled his mask off and I saw it and it was almost like instant tears. Because I looked at him and I was like, I mean, I don't know if I ever told you this, but this place almost really exists because of the seeds he planted in my heart when I was a kid. You know, Um, I always knew I wanted to get back to martial arts and provide it back to this community. And so when he walked through the door, I tried to reach out to him and find him before we opened so I can get him here for our opening day and kind of thank him at that time. You know, but it didn't work out. And so when he came in, it, we had like 15 juniors and teens lined up on the mat. And so as soon as I figured out who he was and stuff, I turned to the juniors and I was like, Hey, you guys, I'd like to introduce you to somebody really special. Oh, Turn and man. face Professor or Sensei Dan, give him a good bow. And, you know, he's almost crying. He's like, you're going to make me cry. Oh, that's so uh But so, uh, so he's man. a black belt under Henzo Gracie out of uh, in the East Coast. And he's moving back here to the valley. Cool. And so um, he's going to be like, hopefully, uh, our... I can talk him into being our resident John Danaher. That would
0: be amazing. He still
1: trains. He's still active. He's still great. I'd love to have him in. He said he'd be happy to come That's in and guy. stop really in, cool. so yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, if I had my phone in here, I would show you a picture of him, which I'll just do after we leave this room. Oh, here goes a ref getting it again. Dude, in the these end.
0: refs are getting it. Dude, it's awesome. What the yeah. hell? He's so excited. Hand me some of that candy over there. Yeah. I'm loving this. Gummy clusters. <laughs>
1: I had a couple of those in the
0: bedroom when I was a kid.
1: So Dallas is currently eating these things called Nerd Gummy... Clusters. Clusters. Nerd Gummy Clusters. They're little gummy... It
0: looks like a clown picked his nose and flicked it into a room of confetti or something.
1: Yeah, and it's 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 amazing. It tastes great. If you haven't ever had them, go to the store and get them. Dude, this chick is buff.
0: Damn, she, I, I hope she gets
1: me caught In a mounted Oh you triangle. know what She's fighting I think she's fighting She's a blue belt I Those believe. are her calves What the fuck I think she's a blue belt And she's fighting Kendall Rusing's Sister Oh really Yeah Little Rusing. Kendall Rusing's hot too um, Oh there's Gabby Garcia Right there I disagree with you Alright I think my wife is hot Oh yeah I only have eyes for my wife Like you said I'm old I think you hear it in your voice I'm mature <laughs> I know what I have. I know what I have in life, and that's everything to me.
0: I'm a 26 year old unmarried man. So when I see someone attractive, away, I go,
1: Whoa, "Look, there's Gabby Garcia, Dallas." I already said that,
0: right? You missed me. I know. I, I said heard it. it. I heard. It. Right. I just
1: want to say it again. Oh man, yeah, I can see her in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> quite literally, she's that big. There's little Rusine,
0: and I'll stop commenting on the attractiveness of these athletes Professor they Nicole, should be respected as the athletes they are and not just uh, you know what's that word when you trivialize someone because of their appearance
1: I don't know I'm not good with words Sub, no, not subjected to that
0: kind of talk that's like locker room talk that's not what this is about
1: do you remember Professor Nicole of course I do she got her black belt from uh, Tom Rusing which is Kendall's father oh, so wow. she's pretty close with Kendall and Tom and Kendall's sister and mom and all those people but damn dude
0: Jiu is so, like crazy, con- like the connections and everything. Wow! Look, a blue rash guard. I had one of those once upon a time. Before some son of a bitch stole it out of my car.
1: I hope they find him. I hope he, you know. What? I hope. I hope he wears that Gracie Baja rash guard to an auto school or something like that. <laughs> That's what I hope. I hope he walks in and thinks a he's a badass Gracie blue belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Even better. <laughs> I'm a real person and not and listening to this, right? <laughs> when it comes to like that whole type of, you know, like brand loyalty. I mean, I get it, but I'm a real person and I think there's value in a lot of different keep going, keep people. Going. Um, so when people are like, Oh, I don't see like, no, it's GB only Gracie Baja is the best. No, everybody's really talented when we come together and we unify, you know, um, jiu-jitsu goes further yeah i am loyal to my brand i respect our brand and you know that's what we pass on but i don't i don't it's not that gang stuff who's
0: the who's this in the who where's their where are their wrists
1: who's who so uh blue is kendall russine's okay okay um,
0: so sister Catalina woman has the gnarliest legs I have ever seen they're like impressive she She looks like she she looks like she beats trees to death with her legs yeah I I could definitely see her in like Thailand
1: at a Muay Thai center just beating the crap out of some palm trees god
0: she looks oh freaking she has some Mark Hunt legs on her you know, all, I think. Um, wow, she's just playing with you. You see that arm drag,
1: just yeah. oh, twisting her yeah. around. So she has. She definitely she.
0: This thing's about to die. Just it's flashing
1: there. Just Kendall Rusty's sister has a lot. Uh, she has big shoes to fill right now. There's a lot riding on this match for her. I think that you know stepping out here and doing mm-hmm. what she's doing and having to walk in behind the legacy that her sister has put out there all the more um, exciting to
0: witness it How yeah cool. i'm glad
1: yeah but you know it could be like the 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 nikki ryan and gordon ryan deal you know yeah. those two siblings are just phenomenal athletes these two could be the next you know female versions of nikki ryan and gordon ryan
0: what a trip you know that's so cool to have sisters uh competing like that
1: you think Looks she's on you think she's doing testosterone girl what, on top? Um you know what? I I don't know. I'm 100% in on that. I, I definitely think she's doing actually a low dose of TRT in Good some for her. In some some manner she's definitely putting it in.
0: Good for her. I'd put some in my shin bone right now if I could. There's nothing wrong with my shin bone. I just, you know, you got to put it somewhere. I'm pro, I'm I'm pro anabolics. I think uh if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying.
1: <laughs> it's not cheating unless it's illegal and in jiu-jitsu at these professional uh levels it's not tested for and so as long as it's uh as long as we don't test for it it's not they're illegal. gonna do it Hell yeah and it's really uh truly
0: really an intelligence test it's not like wadas showing up on your doorstep or anything just don't be on it when they weigh you in and piss
1: yeah Yesterday, the uh, the weigh-ins were kind of trippy for this. It was a mobile weigh-in deal. So yesterday, Professor Joao, uh, I videotaped him stepping onto the scale, and then I showed the weight. I was locked in on the scale after he was on it and mm-hmm. then ended mm-hmm. it like that. So he sent that into to the promoters, and they accept that as the weigh-in. Mm. Nice. Fair I enough. like that.
0: I'm into that because I am... <laughs> I'm not looking forward to competing in my weight. <laughs> Everyone, my right size two hundred five. Fuck, I wish. Probably two ten. Two ten. That's not that bad. But in the Ghee it's like it puts me
1: up to the the. Puts you up to Miguel's bracket. Super heavyweight. Yeah. Fuck. No, it puts you. It puts you at heavyweight. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's you're you're in a the Ghee
0: might be super heavyweight though because 220 is the cutoff. Yeah, okay. So.
1: Yeah, you'd be going at some big boys. Yeah, it's a. Uh, but the good news is that longer? they fall hard. I'm going to make a way fall more I'm athletic him with me on your feet than those guys will be.
0: I just, just find some other like bodybuilders yeah. out there.
1: <laughs> no, oh. she's, she's for sure. She's for sure. You're doing some TRT or oh, something. Yeah.
0: Look at that. Ooh, yeah. Oh, a standing ankle lock. Oh, yeah. these are so good. So good. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. It's getting exciting now. Tw- 10 seconds to go. I uh, Wow, I can't believe, honestly, nope. good for her for hanging in there, this whole match for someone who's had such a... Oh, and she's with Gabby, that's Gabby
1: Garcia's girl. That, that's y- why, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's. You told me that, didn't you? No, I was saying, like, hey, there's Gabby Garcia. Like, she was getting okay. all stoked for well, her. Yeah, we just put her. those two together. So Gabby Garcia, that's her daughter. Do- that's her, her daughter. <laughs> 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 that's her offspring. That's her little <laughs> minion. Um, she's on the, no, the good stuff. No one her legs are so... Roosteen lost that match. Amazing. That's not Rusine's match to take but Blue still, she win.
0: just she just hung in there with her. Yep. Wow, that's really cool. Well, that was why good. Why don't we wrap this up before this thing dies? Keep it right nice on. and organic. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much. Uh, see you next week or whenever we're doing the next one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's plan it out and we'll try and do one as often as we can. And thank you guys very you know, much. The, just uh, there's
0: another two episodes. If you just search them, I'm gonna get a new feed started for this show itself so it'll have and i'll move those episodes over so we can have it on uh the same same location you can go find it uh but in the meantime keep an eye out for Map brain podcast we'll have a a lot of good things coming for you in the future jason
1: absolutely if you guys have anything if there's any if there's any way that the uh, listeners can give some feedback you know um give us some feedback and let us know what you want to hear if, yeah. if there's somebody you want to hear on the podcast or if there's a topic that you'd like us to talk about yeah if you're not gonna hurt like my feelings do, just yeah. let us know you know we're, we're open for collaboration and we want you guys to enjoy what we're doing so uh let us know what you guys want to do and we'll take it there yeah thanks for putting up the, my mouth here we go right on later